Hello, what's up? It's good to be here with you all. And uh, yeah, it's been fun just reading, preparing for tonight. Got some good stuff to, to share, maybe. We'll see. Let's find, let's find out together. So tonight, I want to wrap up our study of the Sermon on the Mount, which we've been going over over the past few weeks. And there's a small snippet here toward the end of chapter 7 here that, that nicely sums up what we've learned and, uh, beckon, and it beckons us to apply those things that we've learned. And it's a really important thing is applying these things. And so in this passage that I'm going to go over here in just a second, you can, ooh, here we go. If you got your Bible with you, you can already turn to Matthew chapter 7, and we're going to read in a second, verses 24 27, through 27, 24 through 27. If that's a thing you're doing, or you can just listen to. <laughs> and so uh, this passage we're going to read, it applies to the Sermon on the Mount, which we've been looking over the past several weeks, but it also applies to the entirety of scripture that God has given us. And so let's read that together. Maybe you've got it ready. Maybe you don't. It's okay. I'm going to read it. Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and did not fall because it had been founded on the rock, because it had been found on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. Same thing. And the rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. That's chapter 7 of Matthew, 24 through 27. So I have two primary observations for you based on this passage. Storms and stability. Storms and stability. What's the deal there? Observation number one is that storms are inevitable. Storms are inevitable, guys. It says that the rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house. It happened to, to both people in the story. Storms are a part of life, and God is sovereign, and he allows these storms to occur, too. They happen to good people and to bad people, wise people and foolish people. You know, all the different kinds of people are affected by storms. They come into our lives. This is a metaphor, right? <laughs> they come into our lives in the form of loss, heartache, and difficulties. And maybe you've experienced some storms of your own today, whether by min minuscule problems or, or really big things that you're struggling with or going through right now. And today, in Chico, it's been raining like off and on. And at no point did I attempt to restrain it <laughs> or keep it from occurring, to keep the rain from occurring. Rain, why, why didn't I try to do that? Rain falls. <laughs> Floods come. Winds blow. It's just what they do. Mankind, you and I, is not a part of that committee, <laughs> right? And the same is true for metaphorical storms. Sometimes the storms of our life are like the result of our foolishness and they come in the form of consequences. But often, so often, the storms that we experience, they too fall just like the rain. 
So what, what do we do about that, though? The fact, the inevitability of storms. There's this Bob Dylan song, and it's called Shelter from the Storm. And like a lot of Bob Dylan songs, it's kind of this rambling narrative that's happening in a, told in a very poetic way or whatever. And, uh, and there's this narrator, he's talking about how he's in this storm, and he, he's seeking shelter, right? And he, he visits this woman who, I guess, lets him in. So it's sort of this form of like a relationship or something that we sort of see at the beginning to midpoint of this song. But at some point, things turn things go sour with this relationship or whatever. And by the end of the song, he kind of seems like he's sort of drifting along. He says he's a foreigner. He says he, wish he could, wishes he could turn the clock back. And er, after every verse in this song, he sings this refrain. He sings, come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. In the world that we live in, there's a lot of beauty that we can experience. And there is a lot of things that are beckoning for your attention, a lot of things that promise shelter from the storm, a lot of things all around us that are giving this impression. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. And all these things, they, they over-promise, but under-deliver, just like in this song. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. We all put our hope and our trust in something. <laughs> Maybe you have a tendency to put your hope in your education. Maybe your social status or your own pleasure. I want you to think just for a second. What do you tend to put your trust in? In hopes that it will shelter you from the storm. And don't type it. <laughs> just think it. What is the thing that whispers in your ear? Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. Some sort of escape or whatnot. But all these things, they can't satisfy. They can't give us that shelter, that stability that we need and we crave because we are fragile. We're so fragile as mankind. Well, 1 Peter 1.13 says this, Therefore, preparing your minds for action, and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's 1 Peter 1.13. Set your hope fully on that, that coming hope. And in Colossians 1.27, it says, God wanted to make known among the Gentiles, that's us, <laughs> God wanted to make known among us the glorious wealth of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's, that's what we have. That's what we can cling to. We can, and we can all have a hope of glory. I want to talk about that. And so, number one, like I said earlier, storms are inevitable. But two, stability is available. Okay? Storms are inevitable, but stability is available. Stability that goes beyond all the shelter that other things think they provide or promise. And so the, the chapter says, the wise man's house did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. It had been founded on the rock. 
Psalm 62, one through two, it says, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. So this idea of God as a rock is pictured throughout scripture. And here it says that he alone, he alone, by the way, note this. That's, there's nothing else competing for that. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. I'm still going to get shaken <laughs> sometimes. The storms still come, but not greatly shaken. And my house will not fall if it is founded on Jesus and his word. It's important to recognize that the wise man <laughs> did not just have a passing interest in the rock. He did not follow the rock casually. He did not just put a quote from the rock in his Instagram bio. No, he was founded on <laughs> and rooted in the rock. Get that. He was founded on and rooted in the rock. That kind of way of saying it kind of gives another brings another word picture to mind that we see in scripture. It's found at the very beginning of the book of Psalms. Psalm 1, 1 through 3 says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. This is the shifting sands of culture and worldly things that, we, that are seeking our attention, right? And so blessed is the man who does not do those things, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. One way, one primary way of being founded in on the rock is by delighting in and meditating on God's word. Don't gloss over that. One primary way of being founded on the rock is by delighting in and meditating on God's word. That is how, like a tree, we can be rooted in him and draw up the nutrients like this passage from Psalms talks about. A tree that's planted by streams of water. It has the life just right next to it. So earlier in the passage I stated, it says this, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So this applies, this applies to all of us in a way. So right now, there may be some watching who are securely founded on the rock of God and his word. I want to encourage you to continue in that and to dwell on the peace and the joy that comes from living a life that is stable due to God's grace. Just, you can enjoy that and appreciate it and don't let it go. <laughs> uh, and don't be distracted by the thing, other things. Some of you who are watching may be fooling yourselves. <laughs> Some of you may be fooling yourselves. The text says that the people that experience God's stability hear and do, right? Both of the people in the, the, the story heard, but only one of them did, did what Jesus said. Hearing is easy and doing is difficult. Galatians 6, 7 is kind of a, kind of a big one. 
Do not be deceived. Whoa. <laughs> Galatians 6, 7, it says this. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Whatever one sows, that will he also reap. And so, this means that the spirit-filled action, get that, the spirit-filled action, this is not something that you're trying to produce in your own strength. No, this is God indwelling in you. Spirit-filled action that you produce is what bears witness to your foundation in Christ. And so evaluate. <laughs> Are you securely rooted in and founded on God right now? I encourage you to evaluate that. And then, of course, some of you who are watching may not have a connection or relationship with Jesus. And I want to encourage you to place your hope, your trust in him tonight. The text that we just read talks about a wise man and a foolish man. Now, what I'm talking about here is not an indicator for your or anyone else's intelligence. I'm not trying to play myself as smart because I know these things. My, my own ability and wisdom is in response uh, or to respond to God's forgiveness and to live according to his will and even to teach all these things that I can do is a result of God's wisdom, God's grace in my life, okay? So none of us, none of us did anything to merit God's favor. But, but, but God's word does teach us that in a world full of storms, the only wise thing to do is to take shelter, seek stability. And we read that the only true source of life and stability is found in Jesus Christ. We're going to pray in a minute. And, and, and prayer is a way of connecting with God, perhaps for the first time to say, I want to have my foundation in you. And you might be thinking to yourself, there have been so many things that I've tried to take shelter in. So many things that have called out to me. Come in, she said, I'll, I'll give you shelter from the storm. And maybe you've been responsive to those things. But God and his word, those things last forever. And we can take our hope and, and put our trust in that. And I encourage you to do that if that's the first time, or maybe you need to renew that commitment as well. Um, there's a connection card that should be available to you, and I encourage you to, uh, to fill that out as well. And so dwell on these truths that I just talked about as I pray right now. So, Father, thank you so much for your, your truth and your stability, your shelter that we can uh, just be encouraged by and find solace in and be strengthened by. We, we acknowledge we can't do anything on our own here, Father. And um, this, this applies to all of us. We all need more of you in our lives. For, the, for anybody who's here, who's listening, who's watching, who's not giving their life to you, we ask that they would just seek and find and choose to rely on you for the first time tonight and uh, give themselves over to you because God, you are the rock that does not give way and uh, you enable us to, uh, to weather the storms no matter just how difficult the things we, uh, we run into. 
please just see us out through the rest of the semester in growth and pursuit of you. In your name we pray, amen.